This is Town Roots Podcast, episode number 41. Welcome to the Town Roots Podcast, the podcast of, about, and for Oakland. No matter if you live in the town, do business here, or are visiting, we have something for you. And now, your hosts, Anthony Wilson and Vincent Hayes. Today, we're talking to Tears of Love from Soulbox. Hi, Tears. How are you? Hello, doing well. How are you? Good. So glad you're here. We're missing Vincent today. He's on jury duty. So the two of us will, uh, will just forge, forge ahead without him, but, uh, but we're, we're thinking about it. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> um, so Tirza, you started a, a business called soul box where you do, um, uh, boxes that highlight, uh, products for local businesses. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that the inspiration and, and, and a little bit more about the business. Sure. So Soulbox is an interactive meal experience kit that features Black-owned, women-owned, LGBTQ-owned products in it. I utilize non-perishable goods and I curate recipes using those goods. The box comes with a cooking video featuring myself. It comes with a DJ curated playlist. It comes with small wares like a tortilla press or a microplane and also some of the minimally perishable goods that are needed to make the recipe. It also has conversation cards and a recipe card. So it's a full experience meant to be shared with four people. And the purpose of it is community and just sharing a meal around the table, getting to know each other, just being together. I think that that's really missing these days. And I thought that Soulbox was a great way to um, encourage people to do that again. I love the way you describe it. And, and I, I don't think I'm going to do it justice, but it was an interactive mail kit experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Because I love it when a business can provide experience, so like a product we can get here or there, but you're providing something that's unique that someone could could only get from you because it's you that's curating the items that go in the box and the DJ playlist. Yeah. And it also supports our local economy. You know, there's so many food brands that people don't know about because they're not sold in grocery stores. So it feels really good to me to be able to highlight those brands. And so what was the inspiration behind this tier? So why did you start it? So there was a few things. Um, I've always worked as a caterer and private chef for the past 10 years. And then the pandemic hit and can't go into people's homes and cook and I can't do events. So I pivoted to live cooking demonstrations, uh, just, you know, online cooking classes and someone caught wind and they asked if I could do it for their company and it kind of just exploded from there. And so I was doing it all during the pandemic, but I didn't quite coin a name for it or brand it. And as I was thinking about the next phase of my culinary journey, I decided that Soul Box was what I wanted to do. And also the uprisings in 2020 after George Floyd was killed, um, it felt like a call to action to me. Like, what, it, what am I doing? What is my part in all of this? And how can I uplift and encourage people? So supporting these small businesses was my answer to that question. And Soulbox really is hard work, you know, because I get to be in contact with all of these amazing people who I would have not known otherwise. And so how many items go in the box? 
So we highlight from one to three businesses per box. Um, it varies. Some boxes just have one item. Some boxes just have three. But uh, you also get minimally perishable goods. You know, if the recipe calls for beans, I'll include the beans or a squash, you know, things that can be sent um, and not destroyed in transit. So let's go back to the beginning. So it's an idea. Mm-hmm. Right? This is your brainchild. Like, oh, I had this great idea. I could put together this box and send it out to people. And when you first floated it, what did people say? What was the response? Oh, my goodness. From the moment I started Soulbox and I started telling people everything that was included, they got really excited. I think the cooking video, people have been asking me to come out with a cookbook for years. And it's just not... I'm not that type of recipe writer. I'm more of a a soulful cook where I just kind of flow in the kitchen. So I never really, you know, have been able to come out with a book. But this project has allowed me to create the recipes, you know, and allow people to cook along with me and get to experience being in the kitchen with me. And I think people really like that. Um, So when I tell people about it, they're like, oh, we get a video. Oh, cool. And you get to keep it forever, you know. And also the conversation cards are a major selling point to people because I'm like, you know, you have coworkers, you have family members, you have children, grandparents, your partner. There's questions you've never asked them before, you know, so sitting down at the table, put your phone away. Let's just focus on each other and ask each other questions that, you know, we never knew about each other. Give me a sample of those conversation cards. You're you're, you're piquing my interest here. Hmm. Who is the most influential person in your life and why? Or what is the nicest thing someone's ever done for you? You know, questions like these, especially when you ask children or your partner, you know, some people are surprised by their partner's answer. You know, you think about being in a relationship with someone, you're not in a relationship with them forever since their birth. So if you ask them, you know, what's the nicest thing someone ever did for you? It could be when they were six years old or it could be when they were 20 or 40, you know, and you just get to know people in a new way. That's nice. I love that. And so do you have one question everyone goes around and answers, or is it like I, everyone gets a card and they ask a specific person a question. So each box has comes with four cards. And the ideal is at the end of the year, you have this full deck Mm -hmm. um, and Uh, each person can ask the whole table, you know, the question on their card and they can go around or they can pick just one person. It's really up to them, you know, Mm -hmm. how they utilize the question cards. But yeah, there's four in each uh, box and the box is meant to be shared with four people. So. And then how does the video work? Do I get a link to a video that's on YouTube or how how do I, how do I view the video? Yeah, that's exactly it. You get a, um, a link. It's a private link. So nobody else will, you know, be able to go on and see these videos. When you sign into your account, you'll have access to the video library. And then you can access it, you know, for as long as you're a member of Soulbox. Got it. And, but the videos, I mean, to scale this, right? It's not like a personal video to me. It's like you're making one video for this particular recipe that goes to everybody, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I also have a live component. My uh, key market right now are actually corporate entities for team building and virtual award ceremonies. So um, my strategy is I, I do these big corporate events and their employees become subscribers. 
and those subscribers tell other people about it and then they become subscribers. So it's a little, nice. uh, yeah. So you don't really sell primarily to individuals. You sell to corporations who use it for team building events. And then your goal was then for the employees to have this experience and say, Oh my God, I'm going to buy this for myself. Exactly. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Well, tell me about the DJ list. How, like, do you work with one DJ, a couple of DJs? And, and, and then, well, tell me about that. How does that work? Okay. So our in-house uh, DJ is none other than my cousin, Ricky T. She's an amazing DJ, born and raised here in the Bay Area, but now she lives in Arizona. She actually just DJed for the Obamas a couple of weeks ago. And she's just amazing. And I really wanted to keep it, you know, BIPOC women, LGBTQ, you know, like I want every component of my business to highlight those members. And she's a black woman and a DJ and she's amazing. She makes these, these playlists and um, you just scan a little QR code so you could listen to it while you're eating. You could listen to it while you're cooking. Yeah. She's, she's an amazing DJ. And so is that, does that QR code take me to like own like a separate unique app or do I play that in Spotify or Apple music? How does that work? You can either play it in Spotify or you can play it in Mixcloud. Okay. Got it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like Mixcloud. Um, and so what's the frequency of the box? Uh, it's a monthly box. So every month we come out with one, it's generally kind of themed like, for autumn, we'll have an, an autumn harvest or for Valentine's Day, we'll have a, a love box or a Juneteenth or, you know, Cinco de Mayo. I want to really I'm born and raised here in the Bay Area. So I grew up in a melting pot. Um, I want to celebrate everyone, you know, and the boxes. I really try to partner with companies from different cultures so that I can curate recipes using their products that, you know, mean something to them. So, so I'm glad you brought that up. How do you find the brands? I mean, is, is that easy? Is that hard? Are they coming to you? Are you going out finding them? Walk us through that process. Uh, it's a little difficult to be quite <laughs> honest there. I have a lot of hands on deck. I'm constantly putting out calls to action on my Instagram, just saying, send me black owned business, send me women owned business, send me LGBTQ owned business. I asked, people in the community. I have my business partner doing outreach. I'll just be scrolling on Instagram and find a new product and I'll immediately inbox them or, you know, send them an email. Um, but we look for quality partnerships that ha already have, you know, their packaging right with the ingredients and they're able to, you know, send me mass quantities of items so that I can send them out to my subscribers. And then what's been the biggest compliment that you've received about the box, either from one of the food brands or from someone who's, who's had the experience as a customer? So I'll give you two. Um, I've had a woman who has a 16-year-old and her and her husband and son did the box. And she text messaged me so excited saying, my son literally never talks at dinner. He never you know, ask questions. He just kind of eats and leaves. And these question cards really brought something out of him. She said, we sat at the table for over an hour, just talking like the question cards really evoked a new conversation that we would never would have had because of it. Um, I also did a corporate team building and the person who booked me for it was like, 
this was the best team building experience we've ever had. We can't stop talking about it. People have already remade your recipe and like brought leftovers into work for other people to try. Like, you know, they love the food. They love the experience. They love how connecting it is. So those are some really exciting compliments that I've received. Oh, that's outstanding. Now, I know for any entrepreneur, business owner, right, they can see this idea and in their head, oh my God, this is fantastic. This is going to work. I could see exactly how it's going to work, but it's not linear, right? They're like, they're, they're peaks, they're valleys. Things don't always go as we expect and on our timeline, right? So yeah. what have been the busy, biggest surprises that you have encountered along your journey? You know, there's been a lot of surprises, the supply chain for one, mm-hmm. um, and just learning about running a product-based business. I've always been a service-based business. So product is new for me. Uh, and just learning how to get that out there to people. When I first started, I, I kind of was like, oh, I'm a chef. People like me. Look, everyone, I have this new thing. And people were like, congrats. And I got like three sales my first month. <laughs> and I was like, how in the world? I have all these followers. People know me. They know, you know, why aren't they supporting? And it just made me realize that I need to have a a plan of how to get this in the hands of people. And honestly, that's how I pivoted my strategy from strictly subscriber to the corporate model. Because when you run a business, you have to be willing to pivot and pivot and pivot until you, you know, you turn the key until it finally unlocks. And then you're like, Oh, okay, I got it now. Um, And so I'm still pivoting, you know, it's it's a journey. It's not meant to it's not an overnight success story. You know, for for sure, business, business, life is a journey. (laughs) It's not a destination. And I'm so glad that you shared and were vulnerable to share that story that you opened up your door and you only had three sales, like, like most people won't let us peek behind the behind the door to see that. But, you know, the, the most successful business stories started like yours, right? I, I, yeah. I thought people were going to flood in and I opened up and there were like nobody, or there were two or there were three. And, yeah. and most people don't realize that. Yeah. I believe that transparency is freedom. And I think yeah. that walking your truth means all the stories aren't good. You know, no one has a good, always a good story. And Mm -hmm. if I can just be honest, it will give people more realistic ideas when they start businesses, you know, because everyone's not just an overnight success. That's just how social media portrays it. Oh, you're, you're so right about that. So Tirza, what tips, you know, so that being said, what tips would you give to other entrepreneurs or small business owners? I would tell them to not give up, stay encouraged. If they really believe in their idea, be willing to think about that idea in a multitude of ways. One time, you know, a lot of times we have one thing in our mind, like this is the way I want it to be. But, you know, when I became a chef, I started as a private chef, then I went into catering, then I went into meal prep, then I opened a restaurant, then I started food styling and doing photography this journey has, you know, had all of these ups and downs. And that's the way running a business is. Sometimes you just have to find your best area. And so if you're making a fashion brand, you know, maybe you're only doing it in red, but maybe you should try yellow, you know, because product market fit is a real thing. You have to know your market. So 
that's some advice I would give. Really get to know your market and believe in your data and use it and, and read those analytics to grow yourself. That's great advice. Uh, so why is it important for you to be an Oakland-based business? Oh, my goodness. So I, again, born and raised here in the Bay Area. I moved to Oakland last year, actually. All of my business was here. You know, all of my clients, my catering, things like that. And I was like, these are the people who support me. And I want to be in here, you know, in this area. I want to support the businesses in this area. I want to get to know the community. I think we have such a beautiful city. It's just so many cultures, so, so much love and light here. And I wanted to, you know, be a part of that. I wanted to live here and have my business here so that it supports the local economy. It's interesting that you say that. So many people that we interview that are in food-based businesses talk about the richness and the diversity of the food business in in this area. what's What's your opinion on that? I think that... We have so many different cultures living here that we can, you know, not take from, but we can create using what we learn from them. And it just makes something new. You know, I have Filipino friends, Indian friends, Mexican friends. So all of their influences, because those people are in my life, my food is created using, you know, some of the things they've taught me or showed me. And I just believe that our food is so unique and delicious here because we can pull from everything that's around us. So I know I've had subscriptions like yours before to, you know, a variety of things. And, and, and I know my wife has a couple too. She gets a couple boxes of, of, of products and, and whenever they show up, I look at it and I'm like, that must be a lot of work putting that box together. (laughs) It is. It's definitely a lot of work. Um, You do all the packing? Yes, I do. (laughs) Me and my business partner, we're a two-man show. We do the marketing, the sales, the pitching, the packing, the shipping, you know, the online marketing, all of the things, you know. So, yes, it's me packing the box. I even handwrite notes that go in there. Uh Um, I really want it to be... I want to have a personal relationship with my customers. I want them to know that I value them and I appreciate them supporting a small black owned business, you know, because they're supporting me. They're also supporting all the other businesses that are inside of the box. So I just want to show gratitude. So I don't mind hand packing it. It makes me feel like I'm putting a little extra love into it. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Uh, What about the, um, the the brands that go into the box, like when you reach out to them, right? Because these are fairly small brands, right? They're not in stores. People haven't really heard of them before. Are they surprised that you found them? Um, some people are really excited. And they're like, how did you even, you know, know about me? Or I'm like, oh, Instagram ad or someone referred you, you know. Um, but a lot of brands are like, this is exciting, you know, and a lot of people don't know my brand yet. So when they, when we find each other, it's like this harmony where we're like, Oh, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy you're here. You know? And I, I really believe in, you know, lifting as I climb. So I'm just a small business right now, but I would love to scale it to be a bigger business that these small businesses depend on for, you know, promotion and to get their name out there. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I asked that question because that's kind of our experience with this podcast, right? Like we reach out to some people and they're like, oh, wow, like I haven't heard of you guys. And now I have, and this is great. And yes, I would love to be on the show. So it's a nice synergy when that happens. Yeah. Right. And and yeah. we're able to talk to them and 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 basically expand and make people, you know, more aware of their business. Kind of like what you're doing. I kind of think we're doing similar things here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's all about community, right? Yeah. The more we promote each other and we're together in community, letting everybody know, hey, I'm here and I'm not just here to make money. I'm here to help, you know, Mm -hmm. then, you know, that's how that synergy, you know, gets duplicated and duplicated and duplicated. And we become an economy that's dependent on community instead of capitalism. So where do you see this going, Tirza? Kind of what's what's new for 2023 and kind of what's your vision for the business? Oh my goodness. <laughs> we have big goals for 2023. Uh, me and my business partner are constantly writing for grants, you know, trying to get funding, pitching to investors. Um, so really just funneling cash into the business so we can scale it. Uh, we, we're going to keep with our corporate model and, and then we'll relaunch a big subscription initiative next year. And then we're going to start hiring and really scale this thing to be bigger. Um, the ultimate goal is to be an international brand, Mm -hmm. um, creating this model in different countries because, you know, we're not the only country that has small businesses and like little unique food finds. There's other countries that have it as well. And so I would really love to scale this to be an international brand. That's my ultimate goal. And so you would duplicate it in other markets where it's still hyper-local. You're not sending products here to other places. You're finding the local products in those areas, right? Yes. And that's what HelloFresh and, you know, Blue Apron and all those companies, they're in every country, you know, and they're international brands. So why not Soulbox? And so you talked about, for 2023, uh, hiring employees what will be your first hire. Probably an admin assistant, because <laughs> <laughs> answering the emails, making the contacts with all the businesses, and shooting the videos and curating the recipe. Like you know, that's a tall order for me. So an admin assistant, a production assistant, so I can teach them how to pack the boxes with love, um, and then a marketing, a social media manager. Uh, those are the three areas I'm looking to hire in next year. So Tirza, what's the most rewarding thing about this business? The most rewarding thing about Soulbox is the partnerships that I have with other businesses, getting to know what they do and why they do it and creating a partnership between the two of us where their product can go in my box. And they have another alley of promotion, you know, that they weren't even necessarily looking for you know, and just being in community and hearing the feedback of people sharing what the box meant to them. You know, I get people saying it feels like a gift. It really is a beautiful box. So when you open it, you're like, ah. (laughs) Um, So it's just really rewarding hearing the feedback and being in community with the other brands and creating recipes using their products. That's you know, that's my area where I get, get, have the most fun. I love creating recipes using things that I, you know, had never known. So. Can you give me a visual of the box? Is it, is it a, just a regular cardboard box or is it a, 
you know, curated colored box. That's, that's. I'm a bright person. My favorite colors are pink and green. So the box is green. Um, and the inside of the box is pink with birds of paradise and avocados all over it. My favorite flower, my favorite fruit. And then each item is, you know, delicately placed in there and packed real cute with, you know, cute packaging. And, and you get a, a recipe card that's all branded. You get an infographic that tells you about each business in the box and where to find them. So they don't just get the product. They get to know all about the product and the people who started the company and, and they get to know how to find those. So if they want more, you know, they can go online and get that product as well. So it's really cute. I spent a lot of time creating. That. Oh, tears. Hey, this has been absolutely fantastic. I love this. I have to get a box. I have <laughs> to get a box. Definitely. <laughs> um, so how can people find you? So people can find me on Instagram at soulbox.biz and online at uh, www.soulbox.biz. We are soulbox.biz because we support other businesses. So, you know, I wanted that to be key to our market strategy of reminding people that we're about pulling up other businesses and partnering with them. So, yeah, they can find me on my website or on Instagram. And I would love for everyone to follow me and get to know more, buy a soul box for themselves, send one to a friend. That is fantastic, Tears. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Town Roots Podcast. For more information about the show, to leave comments and connect with the hosts, head over to www.townroots.com. 